Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Del Walters. D.C. police released body cam footage of an Anacostia shooting of the wrong suspect. I'm Luke Luker. The Caps and Hurricanes under the lights for NHL hockey in Raleigh, and the Hurricanes wind up lighting up the Caps. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Matt Piper in New York. Just two days before President's Day, former President Jimmy Carter enters hospice care at his home in Plains, Georgia. The Carter Center statement says the former president decided to spend his remaining time with family rather than in a hospital receiving further medical treatment for a series of health issues. Several years ago, he was treated for melanoma that spread to his liver and brain but responded well. More recently, he's been in and out of hospitals several times. At 98, he's the oldest living former president in U.S. history. He and wife Rosalind celebrated their 76th wedding anniversary last summer, also a record for U.S. presidents. Peter King, CBS News. The U.S. and Japan are likely to conduct a joint military exercise in response to North Korea firing an intercontinental ballistic missile Saturday. That's according to the Fuji News Network. South Korean Foreign Minister Park Jin at the Munich conference. If North Korea conducts the seventh nuclear test, which could happen at any time, it will be a game changer. North Korea has detonated six nuclear explosions since 2006. The defense minister for Japan says the country's most recent projectile traveled for 66 minutes and had the capability to travel about 8,700 miles. Mourners attend the first funerals for students murdered during Monday's mass shooting at Michigan State University. WWJ-TV's Luke Laster has more on the funeral for 20-year-old junior Alexandria Verner. Five days after the deadly shooting, family, friends, and community members gather at Verner's hometown of Clawson to look back on her life and the impact she had on campus and at home. We give you thanks for the blessings which you have bestowed upon her in this life. All of her kindness, all of her creativity. As community members spanning from East Lansing to Clawson and much further around the state grieve, a community remembers one of their own. Luke Laster, CBS News, Detroit. Crews have fixed a power outage at New York's Kennedy International Airport that forced some flights to be canceled or diverted. The outage began Thursday when an electrical panel failure caused a small fire. WCBS-TV's Alicia Reed is there. Port Authority says electrical repairs were completed at Terminal 1. Limited flights resumed, but dozens were impacted. An Air New Zealand flight was forced to return to Auckland after flying two-thirds of the way across the Pacific, resulting in a 16-hour trip that ended where it began. Fire officials in Northern California say a Tesla driver was killed and passenger was critically injured when the car plowed into a fire truck that was parked on a freeway. The Contra Costa County Fire Protection District says four firefighters suffered minor injuries. This is CBS News. 303 on Sunday morning, February 19, 2023, 38 in the nation's capital. Few clouds, temps into the lower and mid 30s. Although we 
has seen some temps already into the upper 20s. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. A woman has died. 19 others have been injured, several critically, in an apartment building fire in Silver Spring. The fire broke out about 6 in the morning. We received a 911 call from an occupant on the 8th floor reporting heavy smoke coming from a a unit below his. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein says smoke filled part of the building. The smoke conditions on the seventh floor as well as others were reported to be completely pitch black all the way to the floor. County officials are determining which apartments are uninhabitable because of smoke, soot, and water damage. And it could be up to 200 units. Among the injured, three firefighters treated and released from the hospital. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. More than 400 people have been displaced as a result of that fire. D.C. public school students will have to prove they are COVID-free when they come back from this week's February break. Schools have already made the tests available. Students will need to take the test next Sunday, the 26th, then upload the results to the district. And then it's back to school after a week's break. It's 3.04. A crime crackdown is underway in Tacoma Park, and the police chief wants you to know about it. Here's WTOP's Del Walters. The Tacoma Park police chief says he wants criminals to know that Tacoma Park is not a soft target. Chief Antonio Duvall says he has assigned plain clothes and uniform officers to areas where crime is the highest. Two people have already been arrested in connection with a series of break-ins, but the chief also says he needs you to be his eyes and ears, repeating the age-old adage, if you see something, say something. Del Walters, WTOP News. Fairfax County Police say several neighbors in McLean woke up to find hate-filled flyers near their homes on Saturday. Homeowners telling police they found sealed bags with a propaganda flyer weighted down by bird seed on their properties. Over 40 of the flyers have been recovered. The nature of the fly- the specific nature of the flyers hasn't been released, though police characterized the flyers as portraying biased material. Detectives are trying to figure out where these seemingly randomly distributed flyers came from. It's 3.05. It was, a, it was a case of mistaken identity that we reported earlier this month. Now D.C. police are out with body cam video in a shooting that wounded the wrong suspect. WTOP's Luke Lukert with more. An officer stopped 38-year-old Stephen Shaw in Anacostia on February 10th. The officer thought he was the suspect in an assault where a woman was hit with a metal box. Not me, you're just being stopped. If it's not you, why are you coming to listen? Me? Footage shows the officer trying to pull Shaw out of the car, telling him to stop reaching at his waistband. Stop reaching! The officer drew his pistol and shot point blank into Shaw's side, then handcuffing him. Shaw was charged with possession of cocaine. The officer is on administrative leave, and the U.S. Attorney's Office is reviewing the case. Luke Luger, WTOP News. 59-year-old Wallace Lewis of Southeast D.C. was arrested later that day for that initial assault. A Prince George's County man pleads guilty to bilking the federal government out of over a million dollars in COVID relief funds. The Maryland U.S. Attorney's Office says 25-year-old Jerry Phillips entered the plea Friday to charges of wire fraud conspiracy, aggravated identity theft, and illegal possession of a machine gun. Officials claim Phillips and his brother conspired to illegally obtain the COVID relief money. Prosecutors say they used fake IDs and businesses. One used the money to buy a $66,000 Camaro. Officials recovered 25 fake IDs and several guns. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather, could this warm winter mean an early start for the cherry blossoms? It's 3.07. Hi. 
I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Are you seeking to honor those who have served and sacrificed for their country? Visit the Veterans Legacy Memorial. This digital platform, run by VA's National Cemetery Administration, is dedicated to the memory of nearly 4.5 million veterans interred at VA's national cemeteries, VA's grant-funded tribal, state, and territory cemeteries, and two U.S. National Park Service cemeteries. The memorial's interactive features allow people to remember veterans by posting tributes and comments, uploading images, and sharing a veteran's military timeline, achievements, biographical information, historical documents, and more. Over 45,000 submissions have been made to the existing profile pages since the site was launched. That's the Veterans Legacy Memorial. I'm Mike Richmond. It's 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, an active morning for Joe Fox in the WTLP Traffic Center. It has been surprisingly active, Ian, and we've got another one. This is going to be on DC 295 northbound just after Benning Road. Police are just now being called out to a crash that does appear to have some lanes blocked as you're heading northbound out of northeast towards Chevrolet on DC 295. Use caution. There is at least a little bit of a slowdown, but it's going to be a sudden one because of the low volume. So do be careful if you're headed up from Pennsylvania and East Capitol Streets towards Benning Road. Elsewhere in the district on the southeast freeway, we're still looking at the crash. It's a single right lane getting you by. The flares are set up with at least a couple of police cars still there with their flashing lights to get for awareness. But folks are still coming up on it rather quickly. On 395 towards the 11th Street Bridge, the crash is right after the off-ramp for the 3rd Street Tunnel. Stay to the right to get by, and you'll be fine. Again, a minor delay, and it looks like, uh, yeah, I just saw another vehicle just go right in between the flares. Folks, you got to slow down out there. The speed limit's 40. Come on. Elsewhere, Rhode Island Avenue, still blocked at North Capitol Street. Uh, you want to use v, or T Street and V Streets as your alternates, respectively, depending on which direction you're coming in. Beltway, no problem. 66, 95, no problem. 270, 95, BW Parkway, all look good. And the Bay Bridge, it's a single lane in each direction across the westbound span. Again, 295 northbound at Benning, you got a crash, multiple lanes blocked. 395 northbound towards the 11th Street Bridge, one, and now it looks like a second crash. Both on the left side of the roadway. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Clay Anderson with this forecast halfway through the holiday weekend. As the weekend continues, we're looking for a fair skies with temperatures falling into the 30s. There'll be above freezing inside the Beltway. A touch cooler in our northern and western suburbs for your Sunday. Similar to Saturday with clouds giving way to sunshine across the area. Temperatures rising with the southwesterly winds to about 60 to 61 degrees. Fair skies for Sunday night, Monday, the holiday still with temperatures in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. It's 34 in Columbia, Chantilly, 34 degrees. Downtown at Penn Quarter, it's 38. And it's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 311. Are the trees starting to flower in your neighborhood? It has many wondering about the state of the cherry blossoms along the tidal basin. And sure enough, there is now a strong indicator 
that they will bloom early this year. It's hard to predict the weather and therefore the peak bloom. But Mike Litterst with the National Park Service says, fortunately, they have help from the indicator tree. The indicator tree reached stage one of the six stages that lead to being in bloom. Just from that initially, we're not only probably looking earlier than average date, we're probably looking earlier than last year. Uh, which was March 25th for peak bloom. Even if the light pink blossoms do appear early, Litter says the dates of the National Cherry Blossom Festival, beginning on March 20th, cannot be changed. It may mean we celebrate the bloom for two months this year. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. However, this warm winter weather we've been having might bug some. Literally. Tiny bees, flies, stink bugs, ladybugs, and ticks all should be around us pretty soon because it's been so warm, says Professor Emeritus of Entomology at the University of Maryland, Mike Rao. Insect development and activity is temperature dependent. The warmer it is, the quicker they develop. That means that some of those insects could show up in our homes and our gardens very soon, potentially within the next week. Professor Ralph says it doesn't necessarily mean they'll be any harder on your plants than in previous years, and it may actually extend the growing season. But you might want to get used to seeing those insects around for longer periods of time. It simply means in a warming world that we're in right now that pests are going to start earlier. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. It's 312. Agriculture experts say there is no end in sight for the current outbreak, outbreak of bird flu. And that means no relief in the spiking of prices for eggs, chickens, and turkeys. As the bird flu outbreak enters its second year, consumers' pain at the grocery checkout intensifies. Egg prices shot up to four eighty-two a dozen last month, more than double the year before. A pound of chickens, nearly four fifty, nearly a dollar more, and turkey costs about fifty cents more per pound. An agricultural economist is estimating poultry farmers lost more than a billion dollars with some 58 million birds having to be slaughtered. One researcher says there is some hope for improvement this spring, with new turkeys and chickens hopefully developing some immunity to the virus. I'm Jackie Quinn. Coming up on WTOP, the Caps and Hurricanes take it outside for Saturday NHL action. Frank Hanrahan details it next, 313. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. This message is for Karina. Our mom will finish her high school diploma at age 28. Hi mom, it's Amadith and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. 
Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 315 with notes of the outdoor playing of hockey. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Not the uh, greatest showcase for the Capitals. Stadium Dries down in Raleigh playing in front of nearly 57,000 folks outside the uh, Canes. Take care of the Capitals 4-1. to one. First ever loss outside for the Capitals at the NHL Stadium Series. College basketball indoors, number 7, Virginia beats Notre Dame 57-55. Howard over Coppin State 80-70. Navy taking care of Loyola 65-53. Virginia Tech beats Pitt 79-72. AU loses to Lehigh 62-59. VCU all over Fordham 80-61. Women's side, Maryland beats Michigan State 66-61. Genesis Invitational, John Rahm, the leader by three shots at minus 15 after three rounds. But Tiger Woods with a great third round, 60-70 shot. He's at minus three. Men's across Maryland being Syracuse 15 to 12. NBA All-Star Weekend former Georgetown player Mac McClung wins the NBA dunk contest and Dame Lillard wins the three-point shootout. Again, Caps fall at the Hurricanes 4 to 1. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Frank. It is 3:16. A Greenbelt police officer is on administrative leave. Facing a prostitution charge, Greenbelt Police Department says Officer Albert Murray was served with a criminal summons on Thursday by Prince George's County Police. The exact charge and the date of the alleged offense not made clear by Greenbelt authorities. Alexandria Police are investigating what they are terming a sudden death on Friday on East Reed Avenue. First responders called to East Beat and Wilson Avenue just before 3 o'clock. A suspect was taken into custody without incident and charged with involuntary manslaughter. The cause of death is yet to be determined. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Time may be growing short for the nation's 39th president. 98-year-old Jimmy Carter is receiving home hospice care after a series of hospital stays, his Carter Center tweeting that news late on Saturday. Vice President Kamala Harris at a Munich security summit accusing Russia of committing humanitarian crimes in Ukraine. One person is dead, 19 others hurt, over 400 displaced after a, an apartment fire in Silver Spring early Saturday morning. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th and to Joe Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. And on the Southeast Freeway, I-395 at the 3rd Street Tunnel eastbound. They uh, Looks like they're still running another traffic break here as the tow truck maneuvers to take care of the vehicle that was into the center guardrail. Uh, this might be about a five-minute operation, so if you're hearing the sound of my voice, if you want to jump off on the extra for the 3rd Street Tunnel, that might not be a bad idea. Uh, in this case, it looks like it is going to be a couple minutes, not too terribly long. Uh, we've already had one hit and run. Uh, somebody decided it would be a great idea to go through the flares and hit a police car there. So please be careful as you're approaching this accident scene approaching or at the 3rd Street Tunnel ramp on 395 eastbound. Elsewhere, 295 northbound at Benning Road. We've got another crash that's blocking multiple lanes. Minor delay through there. Uh, Rhode Island Avenue still closed both directions just west of North Capitol Street. You can access North Capitol Street if you're coming eastbound or excuse me, westbound. So from the metro station, you can get there 
uh, eastbound, you're going to probably want to divert to T Street and then continue along your way. Report of an accident, a new crash, Connecticut Avenue and Cathedral Avenue in Woodley Park. Use caution, follow police direction. Up in Maryland, we've got 132. This is just a report of a crash, 32 at Dorsey Run Road. So uh, that'll be westbound 32. Uh, you'll probably come up on that pretty quickly. Not a whole lot of volume out there tonight. So use caution if you're headed westbound from uh, the BW Parkway towards 95. No delays with it. 270, no problem. 95, no problem. BW Parkway looks good. Route 50 all the way out to the Bay Bridge. You're in great shape. And the Bay Bridge is a single lane each direction across on the westbound span. Over in Virginia, no problems on 66, 395. We did a, have a crash in the Sherlington Circle. I think that's been cleared. Uh, and yeah, the crash in the Sherlington Circle. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they're just taking one lane, uh, looking in the camera here, so you can get by a single lane around the Sherlington Circle, so just follow police direction. And we're back to 395. They have reopened that right lane of 395 past the 3rd Street Tunnel, so you'll be moving, albeit slowly, headed towards the 11th Street Bridge. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Some people get a three-day weekend because of President's Day. Some don't. Either way, here's your forecast from Storm Team 4, meteorologist Clay Anderson. We continue to enjoy the holiday weather across our area as in temperatures above average. Due to the high pressure moving offshore, our winds will continue to switch to a more southerly direction, and as a result, with fair skies dropping temperatures only down to a couple degrees above freezing, inside the Beltway and northern western suburbs, upper 20s to low 30s. For Sunday, clouds give way to sunshine, southwesterly winds. It will be gusting up to about 20 miles per hour. Fair skies for President's Day on Monday. It should remain dry. Temperatures should remain on the rise with high temperatures in the low 60s, which should be normally about 47 to 48 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. It is 30 at Fort Belvoir. It's 38 Foggy Bottom, 38 in Silver Spring, all brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, why some bosses are tiptoeing around that back-to-the-office request. It's 321. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. No, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Ugh. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. It's 322. At Kaiser Permanente, we know that wellness means more than physical health. And as a business leader, you have an enormous amount of influence on the overall well-being of your employees. Happy and cohesive teams increase employee engagement and improve the work experience for everyone. As a result, businesses have lower employee turnover and decreased costs related to recruitment and absenteeism. Learn more about how you can support the total health of your employees at kp.org slash lead boldly slash WTOP. 
Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. And it rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery. Learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. This is WTOP News. It's 323. This is President's Day weekend, but in Virginia, they take it a little more seriously with plenty of celebrations around Northern Virginia to mark what would have been George Washington's 291st birthday. Mount Vernon, the home of our first president, is doing it up big. Events on Monday include an official presidential wreath-laying ceremony and music from the Old Guard Fife and Drum Corps. On February 22nd, Washington's actual birthday, there will be a naturalization ceremony and a U.S. Air Force Strings concert. George Washington's birthday auction closes February 22nd with proceeds supporting the restoration and preservation of Mount Vernon. Washington's adopted hometown of Alexandria has been celebrating the first president all month long, capping it with a mile-long parade through part of Old Town and ending at the Masonic Temple on Monday afternoon. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. From lockdowns to time away from school, the pandemic has taken a serious toll on the mental health of children, especially teen girls. This has mental health experts reminding parents to talk with your kids. A newly released survey done by the CDC in 2021 found that almost 60% of teen girls said they felt hopeless and sad that year, and some even thought about dying by suicide. It's troubling, and Dr. Asha Patton-Smith, a child and adolescent psychiatrist at Kaiser Permanente in Burke, Virginia, says it's a reminder for parents to check in with their kids. It's important for it to, especially with teenagers, be very casual. It doesn't need to be an inquisition. Also look for behavioral changes, such as a child being more irritable, saying they're depressed, or seeming more isolated. Those may be signs that they need to see a mental health professional. Also, stay connected with your kid's school so other signs aren't missed. Checking in with the counselor, checking in with teachers. Mike Marilla. WTOP News. When it comes to recreational marijuana, D.C. and Virginia have a lot in common. In both places, it's legal to have weed, but not legal to sell it. There's no path forward right now in Virginia for the legalization of recreational marijuana sales. A bill that would have allowed for retail sales to start in 2024 in Virginia passed in the state Senate, but it did not get enough support in the House of Delegates. Democratic State Senator Adam Ebbins sponsored the bill. We are kind of dragging our feet on establishing a retail market. It means Virginia has the same situation as D.C. While recreational marijuana is legal, it's illegal to sell it. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Different story in Maryland, however, where recreational pot is set to be legalized in July. Lawmakers currently working on a plan to establish retail sales in the state. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Businesses are having a tough time getting their employees back in the office to work. Particularly younger people. Alex Partners' David Garfield says many of them joined the workforce during the pandemic and don't see the benefits of face-to-face contact. He says bosses have to emphasize how a return to the office will benefit workers. Showing people how they can actually be more productive and how they can develop and progress their careers. Another problem, he says, finding the right balance of hybrid work. Some companies are getting three days a week, some are targeting four, some are giving some choice. But the change in policy can make recruiting new workers with the tech skills most in demand difficult. Garfield says those candidates want honesty and clear expectations. Then they have a much better chance of landing that candidate. Because he says Alex Partners has found CEOs worry about being on the hot seat. 72% 
percent of CEOs themselves are worried about losing their job. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Ahead on WTOP after traffic and weather, former President Jimmy Carter is receiving hospice care.